And we are in a world that it is instant gratification. Mm -hmm. It is, you know, I, I want it now. But what a great lesson our players are learning that, you know, every day you just got to be 1% better today than you were yesterday. And if you will keep doing that and keep, you know, keep pursuing your dreams and your goals, even, even when those obstacles get in your way, you can still accomplish whatever you want to accomplish. Providing inspiration and community for women in business of Middle Tennessee. This is Powered by Her with Tiffany Welcome to Powered by Her. I am Tiffany Anton, and uh, I have two ladies in today. Not often that I have two guests on Powered by Her, but I have Allison Clark and Kim Roseman, uh, the coaches with the Tennessee Tech women's basketball team That's program. Right. I'm going right. to say program, That's not right. just I like team, it. because program. I feel like That's you're right. building are. something more than just a basketball team. No question. Welcome, ladies. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for being here today. We're going to take a second to thank our partners. Honey Baked Ham is the perfect partner for this holiday season. Whether you are bringing a dish to a work potluck, hosting a cookie exchange, or having your in-laws over for dinner, there are so many food events this month. You guys feel like there's a lot of food stuff? like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah it's hard to like. <laughs> My waistline feels it, too. <laughs> yes, for sure. I've always said you could gain 10 pounds in December if you don't pay attention. Let Honey Baked Ham take the stress out of meal planning by ordering pre-sliced ham or turkey along with a variety of sides that everyone is sure to love. Order now at HoneyBakedHam.com and look for Cookville. So thank you guys for being here. Um, I want to talk a little bit about your history first. So Kim, go tell, tell us what you know, kind of how long you've been coaching. You are the head coach at, at um, Tennessee Tech. I am. Uh, we are going into what we just started our eighth year, Coach Alley, mm -hmm. together. Coach Alley and I and Coach, uh, coach Melanie Walls, uh, they've been with me since, uh, since I got the job uh, back in 2016. But eight years as a head coach here at Tennessee Tech. Before, uh, before we got to Cookville, I was nine years as the assistant coach recruiting coordinator at Vanderbilt. And then two years uh, at Middle Tennessee as an assistant coach. And then five years at my alma mater. Uh, Ole Miss as an assistant coach. So I've, I think this is around my 24th year, 23rd year uh, coaching college basketball. Wow. That's all. That's you don't look that old, old enough <laughs> to be a coach in that long. All right. So Coach Allie, what um, what's your background? Well, I actually played here at Tennessee Tech from 1998 to 2002. Um, when I left here, I was a graduate assistant at the University of Arkansas for two years, got my master's degree, and then in, my... In like uh, sport management yeah, okay yeah yep and then my high school coach got the head coaching job at middle tennessee and so i moved back i didn't move back home to shelbyville but i moved to murfreesboro and i was at middle tennessee for five years and then i went back home and coached my high school team for two years and then coach jim davis before kim got here got the head job at tennessee tech and called me and asked me if i wanted to come back home so i came back and i've been here ever since and just super blessed that um, when Kim got the job that she allowed me to stay because Tennessee Tech is home. Um, it's a very special place to me. And so um, I think this, I'm starting my 19th year wow. of coaching um, as an assistant. And um, I used to think I wanted to be a head coach, but I'm in coach. I will probably tell you this. I'm more of a, um, I like behind the scenes, serving other people. Um, that's well, who, I feel that's like, who I've always been. I um, feel like you're the kind of so, the PR of the team too. You're like <laughs> absolutely almost the head, not 
head cheerleader, but you know, you're the, the hype man. Hype well, I, I'm, I'm very high energy. Um, I have been like that for a long, long time. Um, yeah. just, I'm a very competitive person. Um, I don't like to lose, but I'm just like gritty and just, you know, that's who I've always been. Yeah. Do you think, um, when you were 10, 15 years old, did you feel like coaching basketball and doing this full time would be kind of what both of you ladies were I always wanted to coach um, from a young age. I just remember in high school, I always would go to the little junior pro games. And again, like I've just always enjoyed helping people um, reach their potential. I wasn't the biggest, um, so I had to work really hard for everything I got. Well, and, it was and just, neither of you ladies are super tall. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we're tough. Yes, we're we mighty. Tough. Yes. Um, Dynamite comes in small packages. Yes. So, um I think I knew it a really or that this is what I wanted to do. Um, Did just, you think, you know, people who love to play a sport, I think it's often hard to step onto the other side of things. And did you think I could be a good coach because I'm smaller, because maybe, you know, I, but I understand the, the way the game works and all that kind of stuff. Did you kind of always feel like you were built for a coach or did you have these dreams of playing in the WNBA? I did not have those dreams. Um, I knew, you know, at a young age, I mean, I was short, but I knew I wanted to go into coaching. And I think coaching is a calling. And I do think, you know, I always loved, like, I love playing, but I love studying the game as well. Like, I mean, I watch basketball all day. Um, I mean, like last night when we got home, I'm like, oh, what game's on that I can watch? But I think it's just, <laughs> Which you, you know, you, anything, just, spent, you yes. just traveled and you like right. ate slept, breathe basketball, <laughs> yes. and you're like, let's get more. But I think it's anything in life when you're passionate about something, you just want to continue to learn and grow and just get better every day. And, and I think coaching is a profession that allows that. Coach Kim, what about you? 10, 15 years old. What was uh, your... Never in a million years did I want to coach. In yeah. fact, I, all, everybody always told me I would coach and I was like, nope, never going to do that. I, I got a journalism and advertising degree from Ole Miss. I had a uh, now, I'm dating myself now, Tiffany. Okay, this was a long, long time ago. People are uh, paying attention <laughs> enough to, to do yeah. that. So when I, when I graduated uh, from Ole Miss in the late 90s, um, this was before Steve Jobs and, and Apple had taken the world over. This was back when Nokia cell phones yeah, had really yeah. just, were just really starting. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, you had the big old Nokia phones. Remember the Nokia yeah, Sugar yeah. Bowl? But I had a job in Dallas with Nokia, and I had actually... Uh, Tore my ACL, uh, my, my, I was a fifth year, tore my ACL in October of uh, my fifth year. Um, and, you know, things, uh, it's cliche, right? But things truly do, you know, there's a reason for everything. Mm -hmm. And when I tore my ACL and that was taken away for, from me for a couple months, uh, I did come back and play on it uh, in January, from January to March as a fifth year senior. But when that happened, uh, it was almost kind of like I became a graduate assistant at that point. And I just, I didn't want to give it up when it ended. Uh, you know, when you lose something you love, sometimes you take it for granted. Yeah. And and when that was taken away my senior year, and then I wasn't able to, to play, you know, like I wanted to play and play healthy, I realized I wasn't ready to let it go yet. And there was an opening uh, on our staff at, at Ole Miss, and this was back when, you know, if you came out now uh, as a as a college senior, uh, you're probably not going to get a, an SEC assistant job. Those, those, those jobs take years and years and years. Uh, but this was also back before they were paying, especially women, 
uh, you know, you're able to make a living in coaching now. Uh, but it was the third assistant, and uh, that was it was more like a glorified GA position at that point. So I was able to get the job, and then uh, coached for seven years, and actually got out of coaching for two years. I've been running from coaching for a long time, and <laughs> and you know, I, I just keep uh, getting, as Ali said, you know, called back into it. Uh, but got out of coaching for two years because I wasn't sure if I wanted to be a head coach, and that was I think in 2005, and uh, then was fortunate enough to get back on at Vanderbilt and um, just knew at that point you know that that I was this is where I'm supposed to be right now so you mentioned in that that um, you know you said especially in women's basketball so you've been doing this for you've been kind of in the game if you will for almost 30 years as a coach how do you how have you seen the transformation of women's basketball over that time or just you know women in leadership I'm sure that most of the time the head coaches were men coaching women's basketball, even, you know, when you first started mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Uh, no doubt. No doubt. Well, it, it has changed tremendously uh, for the better. And we've still got a long way to go. Mm-hmm. You know, we're still, you know, if, if you go back to, uh, if you follow uh, women's college basketball uh, two years ago, right around the pandemic, it was the year, you know, that, it, that we couldn't have fans. Uh, the final four, there were only, only families were allowed. Uh, you were basically in a bubble. Uh, to play the NCAA tournament. And there was, uh, uh, so the NCAA, uh, you know, d- does both the men's and women's tournament. Well, when they put the men's, t- men's team in a hotel and the women's team in a separate hotel, just the discrepancies in uh, what the men were given as far as the weight room and the gear and how they were taken care of versus how the women were taken care of. Uh, and there was a student athlete from Oregon Sedona Prince that actually uh, she has a huge following on social media and she she snapped it she had gotten a picture from one of I think it was one of uh, her friends on the men's team of all the things that they had had been taken care of with in this NCAA tournament versus uh, and she posted the picture of the women's and it was just it was astonishing you know and and I, I, I you know I think sometimes you know, we're conditioned to just go, okay, you know, well, this is how it is in this mm-hmm. way. Well, that's the, there's a lot of great things about this generation. They're not like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when she posted that on social media, it caused a huge stir. It also caused NCAA uh, to revisit and reevaluate how they were handling the men's and women's tournament. And now I think it has led to what you just saw uh, this past April. Uh, the viewership in in women's uh, in the Final Four and the national championship game was the best that it's ever been. There were a lot of great changes uh, that happened from that post being made. And well, so- and I was just going to say, I, I'm sure that the, the NCAA could kind of defend themselves of, well, the men are bringing in more money because when we televise, more people are watching the men, more people are advertising with men's basketball. But it's kind. Of, I'm sure it's a what it's comes a double edged sword. Exactly, one hundred percent. So yeah. is it yeah. that people aren't watching because you're not investing right. enough, or right. are people, you know, so how yeah. how does it go? Well, and and that's that. I think that is the the battle that we've battled for so many years. You know, Title Nine and what I think it was just last year that we celebrated the fiftieth anniversary of Title Nine, and I'm a Title Nine baby. I, I got to enjoy uh, the benefits of Title IX, you know, the, the women like Mary Nell Matters, who was, who's a legendary coach here at Tennessee Tech, Pat Summit, all those women fought battles 
Diane Murphy, who, who is a local legend here that has moved back, was a longtime athletics administrator. All those women fought so many battles for years for us to be in the position that we're in now to reap the benefits, you know, not only with the resources that we have, but also now that you can make a living in this profession. And we're still, you know, we, we've still got things that need to be better and battles to fight with that, but it is 100% moving in the, in the right direction. But as you said, you know, um, they have, I, I think even from a viewership, from uh, a network, TV contracts, those things are starting to change. It is definitely not there yet. But the more you promote it, the more you invest in it. You really don't know what, what something is worth or the value of something until you truly invest in it. Well, and I think one of the things that you guys have done recently, you guys won um, a national title last year. So congratulations. A conference. 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 We're, 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 we're still working on that one. You had a banner that was hung. Absolutely. Um, and you have reached out um, to women in the community to um, kind of help you champion. And I think that that's a really huge thing with when you are trying to make changes is that you have to have, you cannot do it on your own. You have three coaches, you have, you know, a team full of girls that are students as well. Um, and they, it, it, it's a lot of on your plate. And so when you can find those partnerships that can help you carry that torch, um, that's really going to, that's where you're going to see changes. Well, and, and the word you just used, Tiffany partnership, and that, that is what we have really tried to focus on. You know, you were, you were mentioning coach Allie, uh, and you were talking about her. She is like the deputy mayor of, of Cookville and she is Miss Tennessee tech. She's in the hall of fame here at Tennessee tech. I was not taking this job without coach Allie staying. That was a no brainer, but you know, Allie is so connected within this community. So respected. Well, and I was just going to say, community. so what kind of things have you been doing, um, Allie to, to find those champions and, and bring on those partnerships with women? Right. Well, I think it does help, you know, I played here, so I've, I've been around Cookville and then I was gone for 10 years and I came back and, you know, I, I love, I'm a big, I'm a social butterfly and I, I love people. Um, probably get that from my dad. Um, but I love being around people and I think you have to have good people in your life to be successful. And, you know, I, I, I try to talk to our girls, you know, to go around, like we go to the exceptional being like, I think CG England is one of my favorite people and Michael and CG have been great to us, but just to go have coffee there and introduce them to our girls. And, you know, I, I remember when I played just the relationships that we had with people in the community. Um, I think it helps because when the community is invested in your student athletes, they will come watch them if they feel like they know them as people and who they are. I feel like sometimes, you know, you come to a game and you don't, you don't know the people that you're watching. And I felt like, you know, when I played, that was something that was really important to me. So when I came back, I wanted to develop those relationships again with people. Um, Tammy at Mustard Seed Ranch, she was one of the first people I met here. And we went and did a ton of stuff out, community service with her. Um, and I just think it's just cultivating those relationships with women in this community just to support each other um, and to have those. And for our girls, you know, just to see... You know, I don't know what they probably don't have any clue what they want to do with their life, but just to see successful women in our community to help them, you know, whatever it is they decide to do with their lives when they get done playing basketball, um, just to see other women being successful, you know, in life and business um, in their communities. I think it's really important. Do you think that you have to sometimes remind these girls? So um, I had gone to an event that you guys had and I brought my 10 year old with me. And she was like, I want to, I want to talk to the girls. And you know, these are 18 to 
22 year old women young women and they they're just playing basketball I, I think most of the time they kind of forget that they are role models and they are you know kind of famous people to pe- to especially the younger generation and so do you kind of have to remind them that like you're important and you matter and when you go out and you have a Tennessee Tech women's basketball you know, shirt on, people look at you and, and do want to talk to you and do want to connect with you. No, absolutely. And, you know, I, I tell them all the time, they're, you know, they come back sometimes they're like, we saw so, in, we saw some people at dinner and they recognized us and they came and talked to us. And, you know, I do, I think everywhere you go, especially in a community like Cookville, you know, people do know who they are. And I do think we remind them all the time, you know, when people come and watch you, they look up to you, they want to be you, you know, you're, you're playing at a division one, you know, school, which Mm -hmm. is, you know, not many people have that opportunity. And I do think, you know, it is an important, you know, 24 hours a day, you are representing Tennessee Tech in our women's basketball program. And I know Coach Roseman tells them all the time, like you are one of 12 people that are on the Tennessee Tech women's basketball team. That get to wear Tennessee Tech women's Mm -hmm. basketball. 12 12 people in this entire world get to say they are a part of Tennessee Tech women's basketball. And, you know, it's a badge of honor. It is. And I think that that's um, what you're instilling in these girls. It's, you know, I I get to walk around and I get to say, I, I lead powered by her. And I do really feel like it's a badge of honor to lead this community. No no question. You know, CG England, you mentioned running multiple companies. I think she feels like it's a badge of honor to have a boutique that is women, you know, size inclusive. And she runs a coffee shop with, um, you know, multiple, um, abilities for her workers i think when you instill in that that badge of honor that's like a lifelong lesson absolutely and and another reason why coach ali and i and our entire staff we we make the team that we do is because we are here to serve you know that when you when we probably when i started out in coaching at 23 years old my whys for coaching at 23 mm-hmm. are a lot different than they are you know in my in my mid 40s yeah. uh you know i am here now service is nothing other than helping others helping others get to where they want to be helping them find their voice achieve their dreams you know and and so that is that is what we are teaching them yes we do it through basketball but basketball is like our vessel of life, of mm-hmm. learning how to serve and give back and serve others. And, you know, my mother taught me this a long, long time ago. You know, the happiest people in life are the ones that serve other people and help other people. And if your life is all about what you are getting, what you are taking and what you are doing, your life's probably not going to be real happy. And, and so what a great lesson for our players, you know, to get to see how they can give back through basketball. But like Allie said, you know, connecting with all of these incredible women in this community. And what was so cool, Tiffany, about the last month of, you know, when we, we had a social that you, that you attended and had so many, so many prominent women from the community. And what was amazing, they all wanted to help. Mm-hmm. And they were so excited to be there. And they wanted to team with us. Sometimes you just have to ask, yeah. you know, and, and I think that's also a great lesson. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be bold enough and, and, and step out on that ledge and say, hey, we need you. We need you as part of our team. And that's, that's another great lesson. And then the other thing that we want to make sure that we do, you know, I, the, my mother and my mother, I've still got my mother with me today, and she's been such an influence in my life. But probably the greatest gift, uh, one of the greatest gifts that she gave me 
was the confidence. You know, she made me believe that I could do anything I wanted to do. And I think that's so important for us as coaches. And it's a fine line Mm because you have to demand, Mm -hmm. you have to push, you also have to coach and, and look at growth, but you also have to make sure you're building them up at the same time. For sure. I mean, think back to when you were an 18 to 22 year old young woman. I mean, the amount of insecurities I had Uh, and not knowing what I was really wanting to do with life or what life would look like. And, um, I think that that's what, when I, 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 um, confession, I'm not a big basketball person. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) I can't tell you any penalties or, you know, I know what a free throw is, but, um, you know, I, but I was so, um, taken in by the passion you have for instilling values in these young women. And so, I was like, I, I want to get involved. I want to help. I want to do what I can to kind of hype this program up. And I think um, when you have a platform that you can rally other people around, using it in the right way is really important. And so that's what, Allie, you were kind of talking about doing community service projects. You have this platform of these 12 girls that you can do things with and, and make a good name. Um, has that evolved over the 12 years that, or, you know, eight years that you guys have been here together and, right. and getting more involved in the community? No, absolutely. Um, you know, we, when I first got here, they hadn't done a lot of community service in the past. Now, when I played here, we were out all the time and you know, I, that is something that was always very important to me. And I remember going to coach Davis and I said, we have got, we got to get out in this community and you know, it has grown tremendously. I mean, people call me all the time and want our girls to come and if we can, and we are able and we have time, we always try to help as much as we can. You know, we've done food to the rescue. We try to go to every elementary school, middle school in this County that we can just so the girls, you know, I know that we teach them about basketball, but you know, we want to teach them about life. And like Mm -hmm. coach Roseman said, if the if we teach them about serving other people when they leave here, I think that is probably the most precious and important gift and trait that we can give them when they leave our program. And it has grown tremendously. Again, you know, we I think it is so so important um, to give back to understand what service looks like, what it means. Um, you know, I'm I, I'm so blessed that I did not grow up when social media was around. Yeah. Um, because I think you know that that hinders a lot of you know, what, what people are able to do and help. But I do think we have done a really good job of just serving others, getting our program out there, letting our girls understand what it looks like, um, that it's not all about you that, you know, that, that there are people that need help. Well, so there is research out there that, um, people who play sports as kids growing up, um, are just more successful in life. Um, you learn teamwork, you learn communication, you learn even time management skills. And so um, I started off today kind of saying you're, you're running a program. What do you think makes sets Tennessee tech apart from just being a head basketball coach anywhere of what you're building? Well, I, for us, um, it all starts with the people. Uh, when we, when we got here eight years ago, you know, I, my first job was to hire the right people. Uh, and fortunately you know, two of those people have been with me from day one and Coach Allie and, and Coach Walls. And then when we got the right, the right coaches in place, we were able to recruit the right people, mm-hmm. the, the right young women. Uh, and it's, you know, we don't just recruit talent. Yes, you got to have talent. Look, I'm not going to get to 
do all the things that we love to do if we don't win, right? I won't be the coach here very long because at the end of the day, this is a, a performance results driven uh, business. Mm-hmm. And if we don't win, we, we don't, we, we don't get to stay here. So you've got to have a level of talent, but with that, you've also got to have, uh, at least for us, a level of character. Uh, and, and that starts with, you know, academics that starts with, you know, community social wise, how, how you live your life. And none of us are perfect, but uh, the kind of people that we want in our programs are, is the ones that are driven to the, be the best, best version of themselves each and every day. And so I think where it has all started for us has been the people. And then, and then we built the culture around that. Have you had, um, in eight years, you know, you've had a lot of, you've had turnover of, of girls that have gone through the program, Mm -hmm. you know, they're here for four or five years and they leave. Um, have you had girls that you've thought, you know, you've kind of been on the fence of, of their skill level, they're really great basketball players, but you don't maybe see the character that you're looking for in the program and kind of struggled with that. Do, do we, you know, give them an offer? Do we not, have you struggled with that at times? Uh, well, if we ever, if we ever question the character, mm-hmm. we don't give them an offer, yeah. you know, and, and, and so that's why we are, we also, there's a lot of schools that offer first and evaluate second. Mm-hmm. We evaluate first and we offer second. We've had, a, in fact, we've had, I've had a lot of coaches and say, Hey coach, you need to offer this kid. Well, I'm not offering this kid until we know what she does in the classroom. We know how she treats her family. You know, we know what she does, you know, what's important to her in her life, because even if the talent is there, but if these other things are not in place, then in our program, it's not going to work. And there's a place for everybody. You know, there, there are programs and coaches that fit everybody. Uh, and I don't fit everybody mm-hmm. uh, and not everybody can, can play for us. You know, if you don't want to go to class, if you don't want to serve in the community, if you, you don't want to have discipline in your life, then you're probably not going to like co- playing for me, you know, yeah. because there's going to be a level of accountability, you know, that starts with me. You know, I, I, I can't just hold these kids accountable if I don't hold myself accountable, but that's, that's the way we run our program. And, and I think it is why over the last five years, We've been so very, we've been so successful, which led to a championship last year. And hopefully, you know, we got a long way to go as the season progresses, but, but hopefully another one come March. So you're just kind of starting out the season right now. How's it been going so far? Yeah, well, we, we are what we've played at five, five games, games at this mm-hmm. point, you know, and you were talking Tiffany at the beginning about what these young women learn, you know, about communication, about time management. Well, they also learn resiliency, yeah. uh, you know, cause we, we, there are so many expectations leading into this season for us. We're picked to finish first again in our conference and we've had a really rough start to our season. While we had a lot of experience back, we had some uh, inexperience and some different positions and uh, we're still learning to gel and play together. So we just got back from, uh, uh, we're coming off the Thanksgiving holiday tournament uh, and we just got back from there and played our two best games. We uh, played Missouri, uh, Power 5 SEC team and and really had the game won uh, until two free throws at the end of the game on uh, Friday night and then turned around and beat Stetson on Saturday. But, uh, you know, sports is a funny thing because uh you know i think and i don't know that it's just sports sports usually mirrors uh, our society uh, i think we're in a time where people love to to build you up sometimes just to tear you down and then to build you back up again you know and so what a great lesson our players are learning right now you know we've had a it's it's been challenging we've had a lot of adversity just in the first four 
or five games. But that's where you have to focus in. There is a process. And you have to believe in the process and you have to believe that, you know, the, the, all of the tough times, it, it's not, life is very rarely 75 and sunny, right? Mm-hmm. And we tell our players mm-hmm. that a lot, you know, but it's in those, it's in those valleys that you grow the most. And so what we are doing and, and the adversity that we've experienced early in this season, I believe it's going to pay off. And what a great life lesson that is for them as they go through life, because it's, if you don't have that resiliency in life, you know life's going to knock you down and you won't ever get up off that mat. And so I think that is why student athletes, when they go out into the real world, uh, so many people want to hire them because they've had to deal with adversity. They've had to deal with difficult times. They've had to deal with challenging times and overcome them. And probably not like, you know, you every single season you have to kind of I mean you don't start all over because you have returning players but you have new players that are gonna but you do start all over yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) with that team each year uh you know no matter even just removing one person or adding one person to the room it changes the dynamic so there's a different chemistry uh you know you have to every year you start over with building trust with that team, you know, I think back to last year and our non-conference schedule. And if you would have told me last year, you know, as we went into the Christmas break that, hey, this is going to be the team that wins the first championship at Tennessee Tech in 23 years or goes to the first NCAA tournament in 23 years. I don't know that I would have believed you then because it was a rocky start last year. But what what our, our players, what we teach our players to do is to buy in to that process and to focus on progress, not on results. And we are in a world that it is instant gratification. Mm -hmm. It is, you know, I I want it now, but what a great lesson our players are learning that, you know, every day you just got to be 1% better today than you were yesterday. And if you will keep doing that and keep, you know, keep pursuing your dreams and your goals, even, even when those obstacles get in your way, you can still accomplish whatever you want to accomplish. Allie, you mentioned like not having social media when you, when you were playing and, and I think that has, it's just so, so different, but do you think keeping the girls busy, you know, with other extracurricular, I mean, I know basketball is an extracurricular, but just the service that you guys do kind of helps keep them in a better headspace too, of just when you don't have time for drama or you're too tired for <laughs> drama, it kind of makes life a little bit easier no, sometimes. For sure. You know, we, we try to keep their days as busy as possible. I mean, they are, they are very busy. They get up, they go to class, they come to practice. We have film. Um, we do a lot. Um, we, we call it womanhood Wednesday. So we do a little, you know, motivational thing with them. If it's a video or if we, you know, do a, just something that we've seen and you know that we like a little article just to help them um as well you know we we do a little devotional with them before games so absolutely I think the more that we can keep their mind off what is just all the negativity on social media and just pour into them just positivity and encouragement um just to help motivate them um to be the best that they can be you know like coach Roseman said you know at the end of the day you know they it is up to them like they are in charge of you know who they are and what they do and you know I think why I love sports because nobody could do it for me you know it was on me my parents couldn't do it my sister couldn't do it you know I you have that power to be the best that you want to be and I think you know the more that we can pour into them and and share with them just the importance of you know being 
being confident young women and, you know, don't focus on what everybody else is doing. Focus because everybody in that room is different and they all bring something very different to the table. And the more that we can focus on, on them, uh, you know, be who you are, bring your strengths every day. You know, I do think it, it helps get their mind on everything else that's going on in the world. And, you know, on their social media accounts. And, and I do think, you know, during the season, we do try to help them understand, like, stay off social media, you know, don't read what people are putting on social media because all it does is it's just negative. Um, Well, and I think just having those women examples, womenhood Wednesday kind of inspires them. Not just to, it's not just about basketball. Do you ever find that some of your players are like, I'm, I'm over this. I don't want to deal with devotionals or I don't want to do, you know, community service. I just, I love basketball and that's what I'm here to do. I mean, you've kind of said that that wouldn't be a good fit, but maybe they think, well, I really want to play for Tennessee Tech. And then they get here and they're like, oh, I don't really care about these other things. Well, and I, sure, you know, I mean, you, you, that we haven't had a lot of that, but just like everybody is, I don't fit everyone Mm -hmm. and everybody doesn't fit here Mm -hmm. Uh, but where I think we've gotten our program too is that if if it's not a fit eventually you know that they decide hey I'm going to go somewhere else where Mm -hmm. I can find a better fit for me and Mm -hmm. that's not to say that you know if they don't want to do those things that you know they're wrong or they're or they're not good people or anything that has nothing to do with Mm -hmm. it you know it it, again there is a place for especially you know when when it comes to teams and coaching and philosophies and the way you do things there is there's so many teams there's 350 plus division one basketball teams Mm -hmm. and our way is not the only way but i do think that our culture now is so strong that if that is not you know, if you don't want to give back, if you don't want to serve, if you don't want to go to class, then you're going to realize pretty quickly that, hey, this is probably not the best fit for me. That doesn't happen a lot because we are so detailed in the recruiting process before we offer players mm-hmm. that it doesn't it doesn't happen a lot. And you know what? Sometimes it's just, hey, it, maybe they do want to do those things, but maybe it's just that playing time or they're just, you know, you know, it, it, it's not the place that makes them happy. So, you know, we, we don't, we don't have a lot of turnover in our program. Well, and I would think that if you, you know, if you're a young woman on the team, you know, first or second year and you see these older girls that are, you know, developing as women and not just as basketball players, most likely these 12 girls are not playing after, you know, after they graduate, that's most statistically, right, absolutely. you know, what's most important is that they enjoy the time that they're playing for four or five years, but then they also develop as women and they're ready for the world, you know, the real world. And that's what this is all about mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, that ball, that ball's going to stop bouncing mm-hmm. pretty soon, you know, and, and there's like, statistically, like you said, there's very few that go on to play in the WNBA mm-hmm. or overseas or can, you know, or, or have a professional life. There's very few that even get to play in college. Um, so, so there is, that is what we are trying to prepare them for through basketball. Yeah. I appreciate you guys coming in today. If people want to come see a game, how can they get tickets to a game? 
So you can call the Tennessee Tech Ticket Office at 931-372-3940. Okay. Or if you want to come to a game, my email is on the TTU Sports Women's Basketball page. Email me. Um, we would love to help out in any way we can um, to get you to a game. Um, you know, the more the merrier. And, and, just, and how can people follow along on, so, on social media? So we are at TTU. WBB on Twitter and on Instagram and then on Facebook. It's just Tennessee Tech Women's Basketball. Awesome. And if you need a good inspirational, uh, you can, you you can, can follow, follow Coach Alley at, at Long Range Bomber. <laughs> L-O-N-G-R-A-N-G-E-B-O-M-B-A. Um, I always try to put out, you know, encouraging words every day. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, would love would love that. Well, I love what you guys are building, and I really encourage, whether you're here locally or you're not in Cookville, I really encourage you to find young women's programs, whether it's a basketball program or, or other sports teams or whatever it is, encourage these women, sororities um, with universities, encourage these women um, to see what you're doing as a strong leader in a community and and get involved in in this future generation. I mean, these are the women that are going to be our leaders running the world Mm -hmm. soon. Absolutely. So um, I think that it's really important for us all to, as women, to kind of connect together and realize giving back is kind of, it kind of satisfies us to build the community in the future. So. Thank you guys so much for, for being here today, and I appreciate chatting with you guys. Thank you Thank for you. all you do, Tiffany. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Go see a Tennessee Tech women's basketball game. If you want to know more about Powered by Hurt, head over to PoweredByHurt.com. Join the community, support the cause, and we'll see you next week.